This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. You guys, I've been gone for a second, and this is the first time we've been together in like a month. Honestly, it's the first time I've ever missed a person, and I would tell everyone who would listen to me that I miss Jack. And I'd be like, hey, Jack, I missed you. And then I wouldn't hear back because she was living on a tour bus and like really busy. I was like, hey, I miss you. I miss you so much. Crickets. I'm like, she misses me. I know she does. You know I do. I know she does. We're connected like psychically you we know? are she's like and i know jack knew deep down she's like she misses me a lot and i'm gonna i'm gonna double down and make her miss me more by just ignoring this text yes <laughs> you know it reminds me about when we were talking about uh leaving people on red and how maybe, how i did that once and then maybe like i'm gaslighting you by putting you on red and then getting mad about it <sighs> it's just this whole manipulation tactic to keep you close as a best friend honestly it's working because I've never loved you more. <laughs> and here you are. And you've just, my eyes, be, behold my eyes. I am so thrilled that you're back. You've just been stuck with Billy for the past month. How has it been? Pretty good. Yeah, it's been good. I think we've had a good time. Yeah, we had a good time. I mean, it was nothing without you, obviously. Yeah, but we didn't kill each other. You know what? I'm really proud of you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for it. Here for it. Okay. Well, Billy, do we want to jump right into the dark day? I think we do need to jump right into the dark day. So today is September 16th. And in 1992, Panamanian dictator Manuel Noriega received a 40-year sentence for running drugs and also money laundering. Now, there's a very interesting thing with Noriega because he was in his compound and they used music to try and torture him to get him to finally surrender. Musical torture. So he wasn't coming out. He was just like staying in there. He was just like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they started playing weird chicken noises at deafening levels. (sighs) They would um, created a helicopter landing zone in a field next to to where he was. But they also played music. And here's the thing. And we're going to get into this in the True Crime Rewind. But they played good songs, though. They played songs that were that were iro- like ironic or or, or or on the nose, like I, I fought the law by the Clash. Oh, I fought the law, yeah. but the law uh, what? exactly. <laughs> they it, they played it. Panama by Van Halen because oh my god, Panama. The yeah. irony, the irony. 
Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Oh, I wouldn't want to hear that. Over no more Mr. Again. Nice Guy by Alice Cooper. Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Well, wow, they really were right on the nose. <laughs> right? Oh, Wait, and oh, I have an amazing story about something like this, but should what? I save it for True Crime Rewind or do it now? Um, I, uh, Whatever you think is more applicable. Okay, I think I'm going to do it now. Well, okay. we have everyone's attention because right in the beginning. I think it's ironic that they were using this as sort of a torture device because a friend of mine when they were rushing for a sorority, uh-huh. told me a story about what happened to them. And what they said is that one of the hazing rituals was that they had to go in a closet, their hands were covered in honey, mm-hmm. and they had to separate rainbow sprinkles by color. Okay. And the whole time they were in a dark closet, they were wearing like a headlamp or something with a flashlight on it. And it was blasting like heffalumps and woozles mm-hmm. are very <laughs> confusals, like from Winnie the Pooh, like a crazy... yeah. Disney thing and it was like part of their hazing was to blast this music while they were trying to separate sprinkles okay and I'm just wondering how many other sororities like I bet you that's a thing because she said it was she was in there for hours hours in the dark but then did she end up loving the song no, no, you hate the song. <laughs> no, you hate everything about this. You hate honey, you hate sprinkles, you hate ice cream, you hate the dark, yeah. you hate headlamps. Like you I can't I can't imagine a world where anything sounds good. No. From that equation. No, absolutely not. But I think we underestimate um the impact of that sort of torture on you. Like have you ever been in a bad mood and been in a store and they're blasting oh, yeah. music? It's like it really does creep mm-hmm. up on you. Well, and it's just the repetition of that over and over again it's like any song would end up being horrible yes that was all okay (laughs) all right but we're gonna get into musical torture during true crime rewind but until then until then we got some bitching to do we gotta put some stuff on the stand please rise court is now in session all rise call the first witness how do you plead guilty or not guilty All right. Welcome to On The Stand. Now, I uh, read an interesting post on our Facebook group that there are some of our firsties out there that get a little bit confused of what On The Stand is. So I thought I would take this moment and try to uh, explain it so everybody is really clear on Please do. what exactly it is. Because I'm still confused. <laughs> Billy, st- no, you're, Billy, you're not confused. You just don't like it. Yeah. There's okay. a difference. Because Billy hates controversy, even though he is the king of controversy. <laughs> like, you create more controversy in the Facebook group by alienating <laughs> Jack and I than anyone could ever, ever do. So, like, just lean into this. This is your thing. This is your thing. Okay, so... On the stand. Now, how I explain it in the beginning is we're taking a subject, person, place, idea, thing, whatever. We're putting it on the stand. We're telling our opinions of it. And then at the end, we're voting it guilty or not guilty. Maybe what we haven't been clear about before is say I'm putting pizza on the stand. Now, I put pizza on the stand. I say my opinions about pizza. But at the end, when we're voting pizza, we're either voting pizza is guilty or pizza is not guilty. Not my opinion on pizza, but the actual thing that I'm putting on the stand. Like, do you like it or do you don't? That's it. That's it. Binary. Like, yeah. Clear. Black, white. Zeros pizza, and, good. Pizza, bad. Zeros and ones, Guilty baby. or innocent. Exactly. But I think where people probably get confused is Billy brings in these very vague Abstract. concepts. <laughs> abstract concepts and people don't know how to really respond to it okay i'm looking forward to today's (laughs) either way okay 
Are we ready? Do you have any? Sure. Do you have any uh, <laughs> anything to say about that? About that? No. Okay. I'm, I'm still confused. <laughs> he so. still doesn't I, get I, it. You're not confused. You're just adding fuel to this fire. Yes, you, I am. He's siding on the people's side. Will you stop <laughs> kissing up to everyone? <laughs> I love everyone in the Facebook group. You guys are amazing individuals. We and, you're all, and you're all beautiful. We all love you. Okay, so. Okay, well, if that's true, then maybe you should respond to some more comments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go first on the stand. So we thought maybe today because, you know, the uh, dark day was about musical torture. I'm like, maybe we'll have a musical theme yeah, on the I stand. I love that. At least I will. Sure. Mm-hmm. So on the stand for me today is the band Imagine Dragons. Okay. So. Imagine Dragons. They're huge. Sure. They're all over the radio. I can't turn on my car without hearing them. Uh, I think they sell a lot of concert tickets. I don't know. I don't get it. Right. And I had this moment the other night. I'm like, is anybody actually a fan of Imagine Dragons? Or is that just something? Oh, that was you who posted that on Instagram? I'm like, or is that just something that we're living with? And like somebody in the higher powers of B have decided that Imagine Dragons are now a thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't get it. They're not the band for me. However, I posted this thing. And then that night I had a dream that I fell in love with the singer of Imagine Dragons. Sorry, Jared. And then I woke up the next morning and then I went a deep dive on his fucking Instagram and I 360 scammed myself. And now I might be a little bit obsessed with Imagine Dragons. Oh, my God. What happened? Wow. And this is coming from Jack who hates to hear about people's dreams. I kept it very succinct. (laughs) It became a self-fulfilling prophecy almost. It did. I don't know what it is. But, I mean, Imagine Dragons, I don't get it. Who the fuck is actually a fan of them? Like, who buys a concert ticket to their, like, of theirs? Who puts on an Imagine Dragons album and listens to it front to back like Billy would? Mm -hmm. I will say that they had an amazing video with puppets that, that were fighting. I don't know if you've ever seen no. that video. It sounds it's really, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I don't want to watch a video with puppets in it. Even more reason why I don't like them. I will say what I like about them is they're really good at like the beat drops. They're really good at their hooks. They're really good at like this very commercial sort of they're like they have amazing choruses. They're and making songs to be played at like football games. Yes, and they have amazing songs that can be remixed. And I think yeah. they've just, it's just, it's very, um, it's sort of vanilla in a way where people can cut it up and it's, do cool shit with it. It's the most basic bitch rock band. But it appeals to like our, our primal instinct to like want to like bob our heads. Mm. And like they just have the formula for like what appeals to the basic bitch slash the basic bro. bro. You know what I mean? Like, they, it, it's a very basic appealing music. It's universally sort of appreciated to a degree. Who's buying the LPs? I don't know. But we can all, <laughs> okay. like, bob our heads to it. Okay. Well, when I did post about it, most of the uh, responses that I got on Instagram were saying that their preteen sons were huge fans of Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be where the demographic is. Are these Almost like th- video are these game the same music. guys yeah. who like, like, Supreme like that brand? You no, know, no, like, no. I'm talking about like 12-year-old boys. Oh, younger. Yeah, okay. like little boys. Love wow. Imagine Dragons. Who knew? So, well, we want to treat those boys well. We want better dudes than we've had the last 75 years. And so if Imagine Dragons if are going to do that thing, for you, we are for it. <laughs> Great. Well, yes. okay. So now let me remind you on how we vote on this. Yes. Imagine Dragons as a band. I say guilty. I don't like them. What about your deep dive? <laughs> I can't let that become a part of me. I'm going to say not guilty. <laughs> okay. I sort of liked Imagine Dragons until you pointed this all out. Yeah. I'd say not guilty. Okay. So I, I bet people... Acquitted. Acquitted. <laughs> I mean, this is just me. I will... 
I still have like a sexual attraction to the singer. Okay. Sorry, Jared. Sorry. (laughs) That's fine. He can have, well, it's like the younger generation's Nickelback. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm, Okay. Mm. Lex, your turn. Okay. Well, I didn't really have one planned until we talked about it. Um, (laughs) I have two. Can I do two? Well, you can't. <laughs> you do didn't two. have any, and now you have two. Well, when you said maybe let's do music ones, mm. and then I was like, oh, and I, I just knee jerk said the French horn, mm-hmm. and then Jack immediately was like, I played the French horn. I'm like, this could be good. So here's what I'm gonna say. Um, I'm putting French horn. I'm defending the French horn because I don't think the French horn gets its due. I think people picture the French horn. Uh, somebody holding it on an Alp in Switzerland <laughs> and like this just lone French horn player. And it sort of sounds like this like deflated balloon. The yeah, way the they French portray it. It's not but a great But I do sound. think it is a buttery, gorgeous sound when played correctly. Mm. So here I am defending the French horn. Um, also, just you make the most beautiful hand shape <laughs> on it. Cusping. <laughs> it's like because the French horn, you sort of have to cradle it. It's yeah. sort of yeah. this beautiful, like feminine sort of design. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> Defending the French horn. Listen, I think the French horn is the saddest of all horns. What about uh, the trombone? No, no. <laughs> trombone is. It, it's, or the tuba. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, no. Tuba uh, is uh. sad. But the French horn, horn, and if you listen to the if you listen to the French horn on uh, Neutral Milk Hotel's albums, oh god, it's Milk? magical. Neutral Milk Neutral Hotel, you don't Milk know that Hotel, band? Hotel, uh, uh, what? I just heard them at this uh, brewery that I went to, and it reminded me of the time in my life that I pretended to like all of that music to seem really interesting. <laughs> like, Billy's still in that phase. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yes, I'm like this music isn't. Good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, you're still but, in that but phase. But shout out to the t- – <laughs> it's so funny too because they were all friends. The two guys that I knew that played French horn, which was like Darren Leander and Russ, Russ Hanser. Shout out. And they would always say – and they were friends with Julian Coster. Are these from high school? Who are these H- High friends? school. I need some contact. High school. They were, and they were friends with Julian Coster, who's the guy in Milk Hotel who plays the saw. The saw? The, yeah, he has a saw and he plays How the saw. How contrived is me so stupid. Break. This is so dumb. Hard pass on all this. Wait, again, back to the French horn. You guys are the ones that I'm just Keep playing. Keep your hipster milk out of here. I am playing with what you're giving me, okay? No, I love it. I like that commentary. My commentary about the French horn is I played it when I was maybe in fourth grade. This was before I went through puberty. So I, as a human, probably weighed like 65 pounds, pounds. And the French horn weighed about 60 pounds. So I was this like little tiny thing, like lugging this mat. French horns are heavy. Huge. They're so fucking heavy. They're brass and dense. <laughs> And they're stinky. How do you cradle it? I don't know. Well, they smell like like uh, spitty metal. I, I hate spit. Because it's like spit is wet. Ew. And wetness ew, ew, on ew, metal ew. smells like rust. Ew. And then mildew, ew. ultimately. Because I played the flute, so it's the same shit. If yeah. you don't care for your flute... I also played the saxophone briefly, but it didn't last. <laughs> uh, so I know the smell all too well. Although saxophones have reeds. Yeah, that's true. Because like that whole mouthpiece on a French ew. horn is very difficult to understand. It's just, it's, I don't like spit on surfaces at all. It really is. Instruments are not so much for you. Maybe the piano. Definitely not mouth Not a wind or a, or a brass. A skin flute I can play. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> French horns? Uh, what do we do again? Not guilty. guilty. Not guilty. Billy. Billy's flustered. I Put love fervor behind your words. You guys just mentioned skin flutes. I don't know what you guys are talking about, okay? <laughs> I couldn't not take the joke. You know, I was standing right yeah. there. Girl, yes. Um, French horn's not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. All right. You know what? 
I was told right before this that we were going to be doing a music-based thing. Now, I've got a lot of things in oh music God, that I, I do not like. Imagine Fuck. what he's going to say. You know, uh, but I did my music thing. I did the albums thing yeah, last time. We know. You know, so. Why don't you do, hey, you want my other music one? <laughs> I want to st- I want to put on the stand singing happy birthday to people. Oh, that's actually great. Really? Do that one. Take mine. Okay, sure. Take my other one. All right, I'm going to take... Uh, I, you know what I was thinking about this yesterday? <laughs> singing happy birthday to people. <laughs> What's that all about? Uh, you What's know what? the deal with what? singing happy birthday? Who are birthday? these people who sings happy birthday? Wasn't there a thing where like the happy birthday guy who wrote the song was like, I have to get a penny for every time somebody sings it. There was like a whole to-do. But I will say, singing happy birthday... You need something. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a marker at the party because it's almost like if you go to a party and there's no cake or there's no happy birthday and we're done blowing out candles in a cake because it was ridiculous to begin with. And now after COVID, it's like, no, please don't, don't, spit, your don't spit all over my cake. Particles. But there, it's sort of just like, okay, the party has started and the party has ended because you sang the damn song. Yeah. So I'm going to say we're all good. The happy birthday Which means song. guilty or not guilty, Billy. That means not guilty. We're going to continue. <laughs> it's not what I thought he was going to say. No, because it needs, uh, if you go into a party that was a birthday party and nobody sings happy birthday, everyone's going to be waiting around waiting for happy birthday. And it's it. going to feel like the party never began. I definitely get the point. Or ever ended. I just think it's always a little bit awkward. I like the songs that restaurants sing, like happy, happy birthday from TJ Fridays to you. <laughs> happy, happy birthday da, from da, all da, of us da. to you. You know, hey. And that's great because then you don't have to sing it as the friend. Well, honestly, people who can't sing shouldn't be singing. No. Mm. And Happy Birthday has quite a range. That song, there's quite a range required. <laughs> there's not really a and range. And it's sort of... Um, yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's you can really, and you lose respect for people when they can't sing. That's true. Well, no, the only, I think the only way that singing Happy Birthday <laughs> to somebody works, you know, people that can't sing can only sing when there's a group of people. For some reason, when there's a ton of people, all of a sudden... A lot of bad voices sound good. Have you ever done it where someone's singing with you and then they suddenly stop singing and cut the music and you're like, eh, and it's totally off tune? I've done All that the time. Just, yeah. Or my, or my Bluetooth in my car skips. Oh God, that's good. And I'm like singing along at the top of my lungs and it is... You're like, wow, it sounded really good a second ago. And suddenly <laughs> I hate myself. Yeah. And like when I first started dating Jared or like any other guy that I first started dating and that would happen, I was just like, this is, this is the moment it ends. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've had people tell me before, like, you're so beautiful and this and that, but you can't fucking sing. And I'm like, what? Like, the biggest dig. Like, it was like, they're like, at least you can't do everything. I'm like, that is so mean. It's called God is Fair. I want to sing. (laughs) I want to sing. I took singing lessons when I was young. Me too. It did nothing. No, my mom was, she was like, yeah, you're definitely going to be the next Britney Spears or whatever the hell I thought I was going to be. I'm like, there's no saving this voice. You could have been Britney Spears. No. Yes, you could. Before society like came and like smushed me down. Maybe. Maybe. But now it's too late. But you could have. There was a small window where it could have happened. There's too much self-deprecation and doubt in this. And age. You still could have done it. Also, our uh, album is dropping soon. It is. Your next, your, your, your future ex girlfriend. Coming soon to, uh, to uh, iTunes and Spotify. Okay. Ha- singing Happy Birthday, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say not guilty. I think that it's a nice, it's a nice gesture. Not guilty. 
Can we start remixing it with like a rap or something? I'll say not guilty if we can start remixing it. We'll come up with a rap. So that people don't have to be vulnerable and sing around others. It's okay. not kind. Yes. We'll come up. Yeah. I like the rap. A talking yes. is better. No, no, no. Don't demonstrate any range of like voice. A, like a Linkin Park remix. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, when we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome to True Crime Rewind. We are going to be talking about musical torture. Mm. Now... There are some uh, musical torture examples. This apparently has been going on forever. 
the first time, uh, you know, we talked about it in the Bible uh, when the trumpets were blaring at the walls of Jericho. Trumpets, Alexis. <laughs> that that's a trombone, <laughs> and, you, and you even did the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. I can't like scat like Samantha from uh, Sex in the City, Kim Cattrall. She can like she can like scat. Oh yeah, no. and I'm like that's not me. That's not for you. Yeah. Okay. So in the War on Trumpets Terror, of the Apocalypse is that what you're talking about? What? That's it. The Trumpets of the Apocalypse. No. In the Bible. Uh, uh, no. Uh, the Walls of Jericho. Sure. sure. Yes. Okay. So now. <laughs> For torturing the uh, in the war on terror, the U.S. used the songs "The Real Slim Shady" by Eminem, which I actually listened to today. I mean, I know every word to that song. A classic. classic. Yes, the Meow Mix theme song. That yeah, is yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that could that could that's close. That could drive you nuts. Yes, Slim Shady is a great song. I know. What I don't music video too. Yeah, yes. I don't. Maybe because it's repetitive. Like I know it's like the repetitive nature of something, and then you're repeating that song. Like that's probably what drives you fucking crazy i feel like people would just i know i'm not an expert in torture but i feel like mm. that adaptive na- <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that adaptive nature would actually make you able to tolerate it i feel like if they were playing jazz where you couldn't anticipate oh, yeah. it, where it was like but it was like there was no anticipating you know and it was like 30 yes. hours of, of an unanticipated you're beat, i think it would struggle there's definitely something to that because then maybe it ends up turning into some sort of like a white noise yes because I feel like if you could get repetitive, like everyone loves structure deep down. Yeah. Like you, you, well, you could adapt to it. You could be like, this is what, this is what nothing sounds like. It's yeah. slim shady. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah. And when you like think about people that have really loud clocks in their house, yeah. when you go visit them, you're like, this is driving me fucking nuts. And they're like, they don't even hear it. They don't even hear it. No. Or even people with that live near airports and there's planes that are flying by. On Long Island, everyone, Billy, you know this, and so, like basically where I grew up at least, the train you can hear out every hour upon mm-hmm. the hour. You can hear the blare of the horn and you can hear the tracks like rumble and like you don't hear it anymore yeah. after a while. So I do think there's some like an adaptive nature to some of this. Interesting. All right. Now, some other songs that have been used. These boots are made for walking That's uh, right. when they were trying to get uh, David Koresh out of the Branch Davidian compound, which That's is a great a, song. a random choice of a song. Yes. Um, now, what do you think the song that's been used the most in the CIA's arsenal of torture? What's the number one song? Can you give us a hint? Like, what genre is it? Uh, all right. If I give you this, let's say, it's, it's, uh, it's not something that you would hear on the radio. Can you be a little more specific? <laughs> so, Neutral Milk Hotel. It's a, it's a theme song. <laughs> A theme song, Oscar Mayer. Ooh, that's a good guess. Your baloney does have a first name, doesn't it? What? Uh, uh, like a Sesame oh, Street? A C- a- You're getting close. Oh. Mm. Was it a Disney song? Mm. No. A whole new world. Sesame Don't you dare Street. close your eyes. <laughs> Sesame Street. Okay, is it Sesame Street or is, no. it, com- is it a commercial? It's Barney. Ooh. I love mm-hmm. you. You love me. Yeah. Okay. Now... The song's creator, Bob Singleton, laughed when he heard of it, and he said, quote, it seems so ludicrous that something totally innocuous for children could threaten the mental state of an adult. Wow. I loved Barney. I don't, I don't think I watched Barney. Because you have healthy parents. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> they're not listening. They don't, they don't yeah, listen. Of course yeah. they're not listening. <laughs> they don't even watch my TV shows. <laughs> Fuck. What about did uh, did you guys also watch the the Steve from Blues Clues? 
had, yes. to, had to address the nation. Honestly, I love that he wore his shirt that he wore for yeah. those clothes. Honestly, I love that guy. There is something about that guy like that brings you such a calmness. Give him another adult TV show because yeah. we that's what we all need. Yes. The we calm need, that is Steve from Blue's Clues. Yes. And he needs to like address adult problems. No, and, he, and then he did this thing where he's just like, like can we talk something? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it's like so good. No, he needs to do that. That we that as an adult with problems, we can turn on when we fall asleep. Yeah. I think he's our generation's Rafi. Mm. You know how Rafi did like baby blue in the deep blue sea. Did you listen to Rafi? No. Did I, your kids? No. Do you know who Rafi is? Yeah. Why are you acting like I'm stupid? I'm not. <laughs> I'm just looking at you singing okay listening to you singing my point is, is steve from blues clues conversation is done. i think could be the adults rafi he should I, do asmr no that's what i'm saying like he needs mm-hmm. to come out with something that can kind of calm us down at the end of a no, very stressful no, day i would say he's this generation's uh bob ross that's yeah that's have a, you guys watched happy little accident has yes. his doc yes have you Mm-mm. really good we won't say anything it was really good but also really sad really sad really yeah. fucking sad it's, it'll get you mad um, but also, he's not everything you think. He's not all you think he is. He's also a human being who's yeah. more. That fro is a perm. I just want everyone to know that's not even real. <laughs> Why would you even? You know what? Because you let know the what? man live in peace. No, listen. Or be resting you know in peace. It's, we it's, can't put people on pedestals that are also just human. He made human mistakes. Uh, he did shitty things, but shitty things happened to him too. They're not mistakes. They're happy, They're happy little, little accidents. Uh, yes. Not some of his shit. Was he like? Uh, like, did he do anything illegal? No, but he did things immoral. Mm. But worse things happened to him. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. Highly um, recommend, everyone. Back to Blue's Clues guy, Steve. Uh, we need you, I think. Yeah. Will you come on our podcast? Will you? Do you Do you yes. like true crime? Like, <laughs> yeah. Would you like to talk about murder? <laughs> Seriously. Let us know. Um, what else do we have, Billy? All right. All right. So uh, we, talking about the sort of uh, the musical torture, what are the songs that would be used to torture each of us? Mm. Now I already talked about my disdain for Imagine Dragons, but that new Imagine Dragons song, you know that song? No, I follow you around. I don't think I know it because I don't listen to the radio. I only listen to Spotify. It's just it hasn't popped up my algorithm. It haunts my dreams. He, it's just it's so bad. That's the one that I thought about right away because it was just on the radio. What song would torture you? So for me, um, when I'm highly depressed, like when I can't get out of bed depressed, I usually force myself to exercise. Mm -hmm. And when I like go on hikes and stuff, and when I listen, when I do that, I listen to a few songs on repeat because they're actually hype songs at the moment. As soon as I'm out of that funk, as soon as I'm out of that depression, if I hear that song, it like brings me back to it. Oh. Um, So there's a few LMFAO songs. Um, in like Kid Cudi remixes that I would like go to Runyon Canyon and hike and like cry at the top that if I hear now, I like get goosebumps and shudder. Cause okay. I'm like, I remember just like the shell of the human I was at those what moments. What LMFAO song? Um, well it was a, it was a, I think it was an LMFAO remix. Like you broke my heart into a million pieces. Uh, I think it was maybe a Kanye or a Kid Cudi remix. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on exactly which <laughs> okay. songs they were. But I just know any song that I'm really depressed uh-huh. and I listen to on repeat, once I'm out of it, if I hear it, I'm like... It brings you back. 
it it mortifies me. It it mm. makes me really embarrassed and it mortifies me. And I'm just like, and I don't know if it's because I'm beating myself up for caring about the thing so much that I was depressed about or what. But any song like that has the negative nostalgia feeling yes. would be torture for me to listen to on repeat. Okay. Like there's positive nostalgia, like Eagle Eye Cherry Save Tonight, obviously. Um, and then there's negative nostalgia, a song you cried to over and over. Right. And I think listening to those, once you feel better, would be really hard. Mm. Because I think everybody can kind of relate to that. Everyone has a song they listen to on repeat when they're devastated. And then they feel better. They're like, I'm not that person. Yeah. And they have this like aversion to that song. Oh, for so sure. So it's those. Yeah. What about you, Billy? There's actually a playlist that I've made called Songs Billy Hates on Spotify. Oh my God, this is amazing. Yes. Will you share it with... Yes. Well, first, list out your songs. Okay, all right. Uh, when songs It's Over Billy. by Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah. Ew, oh. I hate... 3 a.m. by Wait. Matchbox 20. What? Wait, oh. no, 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 no. You hate that song by Sugar Ray? When It's Over, yeah. Why? I like Sugar Ray. I don't like that song. It's not their best, right. but I wouldn't put it it's, on a... I hate the them. the same category of um, Sheryl Crow's, like, uh, what is it? happy sunshine like the mm. she has like what's cheryl crow's song about yeah happiness like yeah yeah, yeah. steal okay. my whatever okay. it is steal that's my not sunshine's it. not that that's not it yeah, but yeah. she's got one of those all right slide by the google dolls so you're basically oh my god that's an amazing song. semi-charm kind of life now, yeah, wow. yeah basically Dis yeah. Disagree. so basically no 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 we're bringing this back now two no. princes by spin doctors stop stop <laughs> This is now bringing it back to the last time we had a musical themed episode yes. that I put 90s alternative rock on the stand and Billy just like could not handle it because that's all these songs Smooth are. Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas. That is a fucking classic. Awful. I don't like that one either. Oh my God. So Inside good. Out by Eve Six. That is literally that one of song. my favorite songs. All that in the she wants world. by Ace of Bass. What? That's one of the. I love that song. Iris by Google Dolls. Okay. Love Iris. Billy, uh, Billy, we're done here. Can you send me this playlist? Big so Yellow Taxi by Kenny Gross. So I can play it on the I way don't home. Like that one. Oh, and then finally. Probably my least favorite song ever, Amber by 311. That's not a great song. I could no. do without that song. 50% I agree, 50% I disagree. Oh, also the Sheryl Crow was Soak Up the Sun. That's the one yeah, that's that's yes. like, Yeah, I don't like But it's song. like, but some of these songs that we hate are in those categories where it's the cheesiest song that a famous person did. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry though, Billy, Goo Goo Dolls or every song is amazing. Same Goo Goo Dolls Matchbox are fucking 20. amazing. I mean, listen, these are iconic 90s alternative rock bands that I especially Third Eye Blind... God, I would have killed listen, anyone it, to be in a Goo Goo Dolls music video. Listen, anyone. How's it going to be? I think it's a great song. But that's that's all I'm going to go. I, I find a total offense to this because Third Eye Blind is one of my favorite bands of all time. And Semi Charmed is one of the best songs. Semi Charmed is great. Of the <sighs> 90s, if not of my lifetime. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. Semi Charmed is really good. But some of the things you said are correct. Uh some are correct. Some okay. are blasphemous. All right. Well, we will we will make this uh, uh, public on the Facebook group. Yes. And, and I'm sure come near all me. your you can link to the you can link to the playlist and people will probably play it out of pleasure. Yeah. Not out of hatred. Also, why would you make a playlist of songs you hate? It was something that was going on where I was at Crime Watch Daily, and I was just like, "No, I will tell you guys the songs that I hate that I made a playlist for it." <sighs> we'll just never agree on music. That's okay. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, we have another uh, question which Jack came up with, which would be, instead of our last meal, what would your last song be? Mm. And we would like the listeners to tell us their last songs, but what would your last song be? You're walking into the sunset. What song is playing? Bohemian fucking Rhapsody. Ooh. Always. I mean, that's just my choice of song for everything. That's pretty good. It's my favorite pump-up song of all time, and I thought if I was going out, you might as well go out on a bang. 
I love and also that. just like really stretch out that time. You know, a song yeah. is usually three minutes. You've got like nine and a half minutes for a Bohemian. I love Rhapsody. that. No, it's I love true. That. That's it's a like great one. yeah. Whenever I'm at a bar, I'm going to play November Rain because it's nine minutes long, and it's like I'm going to get my dollars worth at the uh, at the jukebox. <laughs> okay. What about you? No, you go next. Um, oh, sweet nothing by Velvet Underground. Oh, okay. Can nice. you give a little more information? <laughs> It's just it's it just feels like a walk into the sunset type of uh, that would be the that's the end credits on my life is that oh well speaking of that also I know you still have to go, go but ahead. the last song on the main's new album is called Face Towards the Sun and it is about Ooh. death and about literally being put in the casket and looking up towards the honestly, sun. Honestly, I just changed my answer based on what you just said. Hmm. Not that I'm saying that one. I love the main, but. Um, but no, I mean, you have to think about your last song. I mean, Billy gave a great example, but like, I think about it in the final scene of Sopranos. What do, what do they play? Don't Stop Don't Believing. Don't Stop Believing, yeah. Yeah, so there's a few. I mean, because like, my instinct would be like, save tonight. But then I'm like, if I'm a cinematographer mm-hmm. and it's my final scene, mm-hmm. I love the idea of something like a little more like ironic, like oh. black hole, sun, won't <laughs> you yeah. come? Okay, you don't need to sing it. Yeah, so... I'm thinking that or okay. like living on a prayer by Bon Jovi. Yeah, that's a good you know, one. All, I'm going with all three of those. Also, it's really nice to have a sing-along song so people can have like a little yeah. a little at, time at, while you're at, going At out. your funeral, maybe? Living yeah. on a prayer. I, I really think because yeah. honestly, if, honestly, if I can afford the licensing to that music, I've made it in my final scene. <laughs> that's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> by the way, we, we, we both work in true crime where we can't afford the licensing any for anything. Music. So I'm like, if <laughs> no, I can no. afford Bon Jovi, then that yeah. means like, I can die with this. This yeah. is my final scene. By the way, if any musicians are out there like Bon Jovi that are into true crime that would like to give us your music for free, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I mean, we the, do the, have a musician that is we do? my partner and our producer that could probably do that <laughs> for us. But we, <laughs> and if yes. you guys are wondering who said my partner, that's Jack. Jared is not my partner, although... I could so, do worse. It is it is bizarre <laughs> that people. It's still can't if tell you type my name, apart. my top Google search is Alexis Linkletter Jared. That's fine. Top Google search. We love being uh, confused for each other. All right. Well, we love the confusion of that. That was a great true crime rewind. Honestly, this whole app is doing it for me. On point. Yes. But now it's up to the listeners because the listeners are going to tell us the worst things they've mm-hmm. ever done. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Worsties, we salute you. <laughs> We're here to celebrate your dirtiest deeds, your most sinister sins. Um, and we're going to make you feel better about them because we're all human and we're all making mistakes constantly and we're all just doing better. That being said, I want to remind you quickly 
the number to call to tell us your firsty worsty secret. It is 323-539-3516. Again, 323-539-3516. And to know, A, when it asks you for a name, just don't say it. B, we've never heard that name before. We don't get that information. I'm not sure why they ask it. And C, um, it will cut you off at around two minutes and 49 seconds. So if your story is longer than that, we need you to call back and give us the rest of that story. That being said, there is a listener who called and gave us their story. And I'm going to give some hints as to what your story was so you know who you are, so you can call back and give us the rest of it because it cut off. We are dying to hear it. Yes. Honestly, no, I also just feel like this connection to you because you were also very vulnerable on this. And um, I want to hear, I want to play your story. I really do. You talked about egging a house. You talked about spray painting a house and changing your mind. You talked about a fish department at a grocery store. That's all I need to know. So you, I, if you're listening and you listened to the last episode, which prompted you to call us, I hope you listen. Your story was cut off and I want to know the rest. Um, if you email us if, or if you DM me on Instagram, like I want to connect with you directly so we can actually delve in your story more. Not to like, you don't have to say who you are or whatever, but I want more information. I want your story to be on, on this podcast, if you want to. Uh, that being said, we're going to delve in to our first one of the day. So hang tight. Here we go. Hey, guys. For some reason, I'm really nervous, but I'm going to go for it. So I'm a very avid rule follower. I hate being in a position of, like, you did something wrong, and now... You have no excuse other than you're doing it for you know, no reason. Anyways, there was this girl bullying my best friend for quite some time. They were roommates for a period of time. She walked her out. She had to get police to let her in, you know, to get her stuff to move out. Whatever. It was always a big deal. She was taken to small claims court over nails in the wall. Needless to say, this roommate was terrible. She was a mean person. She caused a lot of issues um, in my best friend's life. And obviously, after so long, that really got to me. And, yeah, I just didn't want to put up with the bullshit anymore because my best friend will put up with it forever, and I won't. So, basically, my best friend had gotten pregnant, and... Around that same time, she cheated on her boyfriend with her ex. And, of course, my best friend confided in her roommate and let her, you know, told her what was going on. She's stressed out. She's scared. She's sad. Whatever. And this girl decides to text her boyfriend, my best friend's boyfriend, and not only let her know or let him know that she had cheated on him around the time that she got pregnant, but she also threw it in my best friend's face that she had gotten an abortion and made her out to be this terrible person, and, you know, that was basically just the last straw for me. So I decided to go on this girl's panty droppers account. I think that's what it's called. It's a website where you sell your panties, basically. And I found her on there, and I 
decided to screenshot all of her free pictures, um, find her mom on Facebook, and I sent them all to her mom. And I left a note about, you know, sometimes there are things in life that we want private and we don't want everybody to know, and maybe she could relay that message to her daughter. Um, and I made sure to add, you know, the pictures that were especially appropriate. So there are things about this that I hate. And what I hate is seeing women, first of all, the mean roommate tearing this woman down for her choices, throwing an abortion in her face, yeah, getting involved in a relationship, ugly shit, you know, also disparaging this mean roommate for her panty dropper site ugly. That being said, I know the mean roommate started it and really turned it ugly. And that's, mm-hmm. that's messed up. And there's something really deep going on there. What I love about this is your loyalty to your bestie. Yeah. And knowing that like, Hey, my friend won't stick up for herself. Like, and I'm going to get retribution for her. This is like, um, a form of vigilante justice. It is. It is. And like, listen, the roommate, the mean roommate for sure started the ugliness. Cause it's not just some mean shit on the internet, like telling a man that someone cheated. Also relationships are nuanced. Like not all cheating is the same. Not all like, there's a lot more context that you need before you can judge someone. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, it's awful. And it, it, it scares me that your friend was living with this woman. That's terrifying and awful. Yeah. I think there's a lot, uh, a lot of context we're missing. That being said though, I love your loyalty to your friend that's the silver lining. I'm going to pull from it Mm -hmm. because the, the rest of it's kind of ugly. It's (laughs) the rest of it's ugly. What she did was ugly, you know? And also like, yes, you got her back in sending that to her mother, but you know, that's also ugly and you know that. And that's why you called. And I think, but I think like, listen, revenge sometimes is warranted. And cause you can't, some shit you just can't let go unless you feel better about it. And I feel like maybe this helped you purge that. Um, and I don't know what the dynamic is with your friend. Maybe it's like you really needed to defend her. I don't know. Uh, where the positivity I'm pulling is that you're a you're a great friend, and uh, you're a sticking loyal, up, loyal, a loyal friend. friend, a loyal friend to the goddamn end. You're a ride or die, and I think that um, that woman probably learned her lesson. Oof. What do you guys think? I mean, nobody should be getting. I uh, anytime I hear about any situation like this. This is very reminiscent of what sometimes happens on Facebook groups. Yes. That people think that are private. They're definitely not private. You know, you post something about your relationship or your situation at work. Somebody takes a screenshot, shows it to your boss, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever. And it literally can ruin your life. Um, So I've seen this happen many a times in a different kind of uh, place. And no one should do it. I just, it blows my mind because I just don't care about what anybody else is doing. I truly don't care about how anybody lives their lives, what choices they're making, as long as it's not illegal or hurting somebody. Like I don't care. Yes. So it's so crazy to me that people want to put their nose into other people's situations and cause such, Pain, um, pain and, and destruction. Really, it really blows my mind. Like this woman, you do have to understand. We don't know the context of her ch- quote unquote cheating, right? We don't know what the status of the relationship was. But who at that cares? Time. It's none of that girl's business. None of it. But but you do have to understand and realize the pain and confusion of being pregnant and and not 
wanting it or yeah. not. You know what I mean? Like that, like every woman, regardless of your beliefs, imagine the pain and confusion. Well, and you should have empathy for your fellow woman. In exactly. Sense, yeah. And the fact that this roommate decided to blast this woman who was already dealing with this impossible situation. Yeah. You can understand this best friend's fury, truly. Um, and you know what? Like, I'll be real. I don't know that anything would have been as satisfying as getting her back. I don't know that anything would have been. Because sometimes it's just not enough to be like, I'm going to rise above and not care. Sometimes it isn't enough. And sometimes if you do something shitty, someone's going to get you back. I'm not saying it's a good idea. No. But some people We're not sometimes, condoning it. We're not condoning it. We're not. But it's like, expect, like, if you do something bold... If you do something really fucking bold and you double down like that, don't be surprised when it happens to you. Don't be surprised when it happens to you. And people have like, people do crazy shit over way less. Mm -hmm. So like, don't ever enter into that territory to begin with is my opinion. I agree. Billy. I'll just say that apparently pantydropper.com is not <laughs> online right now. It is not working. Billy just wanted to. <laughs> first thing he Googled. He wanted to confirm and make confer- sure the facts yes, were straight. Yes, and uh, it's, the site can't be reached. Pantydropper.com yeah, no. doesn't exist. It has to it could be a diff- It could be a different site. She could have just right. been paraphrasing. But honestly, okay. Panty, like, should we buy it? Because it sounds like something that is worth something. Yeah, honestly, be, but yeah. it sh- it's not what you think. Well, Pantydropper.com is like a discount thong website. <laughs> With first three thongs only. Yes. <laughs> it's but. actually our pudding. That's right. That's right. Jeez. Okay. Um, on next, to the next? Next yes. firstie. Worst, worstie. Hi. I was just calling to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Um, back a few years ago, not a few, more like 10 years ago, I was shopping at Walmart. I was just moving into my own place for the first time. Um, and I didn't have a TV. So as I was shopping at Walmart, I saw someone checking out with their new TV and they had the receipt taped to the side of it. So as the person looked away, I pulled the receipt off and left the store and drove around back to the loading docks where they load up TVs or like big furniture. And I handed them my receipt and told them I needed my TV and they brought out the TV and I got a TV for free. And to this day, it still works. I don't know if I feel bad about it because fuck big corporations but also I sometimes worry about my moral compass so anyway that's the worst thing I've ever done thanks fuck big corporations is that what she said yeah that's what she said I have um not a deliberate story like this but I have a passive story like this that happened to me so I was when I moved into my new apartment you guys have been to been too many several times. times. Um, I was ordering a lot of stuff. I'm not going to say the website, but a lot of stuff from a few different home decor websites to, you know, decorate my apartment. I ordered a few different things like some vases, some small knickknacky, nothing over probably more than like 50 bucks. Sure. I order a few things. They're coming in at different times because that's how those websites work. You know, a couple weeks, whatever. Then all of a sudden, I get this massive fucking package. It was like six feet long, three feet tall. I'm like, I absolutely did not order whatever this is, but let me open it up. Because curiosity. Because I'm like, it's delivered to me. It has my name on it. Maybe it's a, f- a thing I wasn't expecting. Maybe it's well, a free thing. And also, yeah, with, with our sponsors, we get sent stuff all the Mattresses, time. Mattresses. Like, who knows? I open it up. It's from this website that I have been ordering stuff from. However, it's this massive painting with a beautiful gold ornate frame on it 
in a beautiful abstract style like I would make myself that mm-hmm. matched my decor perfectly. Now there was no note in it. There was nothing. There's just the SKU number and I looked up the things that I ordered and it happened to be just one number off of the the small vase that I ordered. It was a $600 painting. <laughs> now, it was from a massive corporation like she said. Mm-hmm. I didn't contact them about it. No, and I kept the painting and hung it up in my bedroom. You're, yeah. al- you're allowed to do that. It's not my fault yeah, that you they can't, fucked no, up. No, no, no. You can't say because otherwise they would send stuff to people all the time and say, hey, you owe us money for that. That's very true. So you can't – legally you're fine with that. Now what this listener did tell us is that I got a TV for free. You yes. didn't get a TV for free. You – stole a TV. <laughs> that is just what happened there. That wasn't, I got a TV for free. I got a painting for free. <laughs> you got a painting for free. Yes. She stole a TV. <laughs> That's right. Intent. Intent. Yes. You know, but like, I don't, I know it's wrong, but I, it's not, you know, when we, when we, in our heads, when we, uh, siphon things into categories, whether it's like, I'm judgmental of this decision. I'm not judgmental of this decision. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think less of her because I, I understand this idea that like it is victimless. That being said, because it's a big corporation, that being said though, the one problem with this is, is that if everybody does that, no, it's not victimless. No, the problem is, is that the, these corporations have more resources than anyone else to fucking nail you to the wall. So although it seems victimless, it's like, they also have full-time investigators, you know, working full-time to prosecute you. And, like, depending on what kind of theft they're dealing with, they'll get to you at some point. Well, and you definitely are on camera swiping that receipt. You know, obviously, it never – it seems like this happened a long time ago. And But, like, you know what? I think what we also have to realize is that, like, we all ebb and flow as people. And sometimes we are looking for acts of rebellion to, like, cha- to, to just, like – purge whatever we're feeling Mm -hmm. and you know what if you did this over something worse this is the move (laughs) yeah if you did this over the over hurt somebody physically not even hurting (laughs) sometimes you need to feel like you feel like downtrodden you feel like someone's taking advantage of you you feel like the world is and sometimes you need like an act of rebellion to get you back to feeling like empowered this is better than a, a worse situation Sure. You can say that Alexis, about a lot of things. You though. have such I'm a here skill. to find the positive. You have a skill. I'm going to always yeah. find the silver lining because you know what? I've done some weird shit in my life and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because and you're I'm not like, a bad person. Well, okay, real quick. So I'm reading a book who, which Jack has read, Psychopath Next Door. And they explain. No, e- no, it's, um, it's not called The Psychopath Next Door. The That's what I wanted to call my show. The Psychopath Next Door. It's, it's called The called. Psychopath um, Next Door. I have it in my purse i have it here with me it's the psychopath next door okay so but my point with it is is that they explain evil very well and here's what they explain they explain that one poor act one bad act does not an evil person make it's a systemic abuse of people or or things over time it's it's a pattern of behavior so like all of you who have done something fucking awful in your lives you can attribute you can attribute it to several things like moral pressure testing, like whatever fucking weird shit you were in. Like we've all done bad shit and you don't need to feel bad about it. And that is the point of this. We've all done it. And anyone who condemns you for it has also done it and fuck them. They're denying it, but you're not evil unless you're doing things to break and beat people down over time. And that's some, that's what we want you to be aware of. Like we Mm -hmm. all make mistakes, 
but are you hurting people regularly? Are you, are you, are you crushing people's souls? Are you crushing people physically, mentally, regularly? That's what you really need. And if you are, I go mean, to fucking therapy. Right. Okay, next one. Next oh, wait, one. Unless you guys have comments. No. Nope. Next. Okay, so the worst thing I think I've done is how I lost my virginity. I don't regret having sex at this time. Um, however, I handled it extremely poorly. So the guy I lost my virginity with texted me at 3 a.m. And we had been sort of at the same party with the same people um, after a high school football game. And he texted me and said, you want to go for a drive? Which like we all knew meant let's go have sex in the car. So I said yes, and he picked me up. And we actually went to church, which I hope no one's really offended by. But, yes, we went to church. We had car sex. Um, and, you know, it was, you know, it was, I don't know, five minutes. It was fine. It was fine. And um, at this point, it's like 4 a.m. We're just, like, driving around, talking, being awkward, being 17-year-old weirdos. And he is like, I can't go back to my house. Like, I told them I was having a sleepover at my friend's house. And I was like, oh, well, that doesn't sound like my problem. Um, but he was very upset. And he was like, can you, can I stay over at your house tonight? And I was like a good, good kid. I mean, the story doesn't sound like I was a good kid, but I did not want my parents to ever be mad or disappointed in me. And I said, no, my parents cannot see you. Even though, yes, they did sneak out um, to have sex with him in a church, whatever, I wouldn't let him in the house. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to sleep in the car. Um, can you come bring me pillows or a blanket or something so I can sleep in the back of my car? And I said no. And at this at this time in my life, I'm not sure why I said no. I, I think I was afraid my parents would notice a pillow was missing. Um, but anyway, I said no, and he slept in his car and never let me live it down. We dated for years. Uh, we don't, we're not dating anymore because he is a Republican. Um, but yeah, that is the worst thing I've ever done. I made this boy who took my virginity sleep in his car at 4 a.m. Um, after taking my flower in a church parking lot. Um, but yeah, love you guys. Hope you don't judge me too much for that one. <laughs> I was only 17. Honestly, um, you signed up for sex in a car. You didn't sign up for a sleepover, and you didn't sign up to no. bring someone a pillow and a blanket. I, dude, it, in what world would it be okay for you to stay over at her house or yeah. him to stay over at your house? That's right. And also, like bringing a pillow and a blanket out of the home to his car, I understand that fear. It's like at the time, our fears were so irrational because yeah. it's like our parents controlled our lives and they seem to know everything so they would know they would if something was off they knew she snuck out of the house they knew she had fucking Mm -hmm. sex at a church they knew all this was happening there is no like you said she did not sign up for like having to take care of him he's not her boyfriend it's his fault for saying i'm sleeping out at a friend's house just sneak out like the rest of us did yes and then then go back to your bed and and revel in that or go like stay at your friend's house yeah, <laughs> what you've no friend like I'd have friends who'd be so down for me like that. Like, yes, I'll leave my do- back door open. Or like, honestly, go sleep in your car. Like we all did which too. He when did, we- but he wanted a pillow and blanket, which you know you probably should have done. But listen, <laughs> it's like it, it's a risk. You have to sneak in and out again to bring it back. Yeah, and like no. who's? It's I not would worth never. it. I would never. Honestly, you did exactly what I would have done. 
Yeah. Yes. You know and what? listen, he the reason why you dated for several years after is because you weren't that accommodating and nice. You know what? Exactly. Exactly. You show somebody how you want to be treated from the very beginning, and you showed him that you he won't just like tell you what to do, and you're not going to put yourself at risk for him. For him. And listen, he's wow. like, marry me immediately after. Yeah. Even he's though like, I'll do anything. In the cold, cold, dark backseat with no pillow and blanket. You know what? That is what would have happened to me and Jared in the beginning of our relationship, where now when I stay at his tour bus, I get to sleep in his nice bunk, and he has to sleep in the really dark dark, cold back lounge by himself. Shout out to my boyfriend, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jared Linkletter. That's right. Um, Listen, I think you did great. And I think you would have gotten married if he wasn't a Republican. (laughs) Maybe. Honestly, I don't, I mean, that's not my battle, but like clearly you take issue with it. But um, honestly, it's all for the best. It all worked out great. Yeah. Onward and upward. God, these were good firsty worsties today. They were great. Mm. Okay, well, what an episode, guys. What this a was true delight. Fantastic. And now it's time for Alexis to lead us off into the night, which I think that you have a new little special treat for everybody, right? Well, I want to explain everyone before you get upset that there's not going to be a Costanza stanza. I want to What? Give... <laughs> I know, Billy. I'm sorry. Um, so George was a little exhausted. So we decided to pass the, the torch to uh, his other friends. And I think for the next three weeks, I'm going to try something new. And uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. Today, it's going to be the disdain of Elaine. Okay. Next week is going to be Jerry Disperry. <laughs> and the following week is going to be the Kramer Disclaimer. Love it. So uh, George is a little tired. The summer is George coming to a, an end. And we're just going to... Take, give them a little break. Give them a little. Let's see it. how these do. You know, there and you can you can even go into Newman if you need to. Honestly, I was thinking about that, but yeah. I didn't want to get crazy. So here we go with the disdain of Elaine. <sighs> <laughs> My name is Elaine, and I'm filled with disdain. I'll start with George, who's especially lame. <laughs> he's bald and he's small, and I hate his toupee. So I sought revenge on an average day. Ripped that mop off his head, tossed it outside. It's a shame our worlds had to ever collide. Now on to Kramer, who is shockingly lamer. (laughs) This is true because I'm no defamer. A cigar-smoking hipster with ill-fitting suits, inexplicable hair, an obsession with fruits. The thing about Kramer that I hate most of all is his closeness to Jerry just across the hall. He bursts through the door and slides on the floor, an embarrassment, a nuisance, a menace, and more. Oh my God. Now, Jerry is the culmination of my disdain. Seeing my ex all the time drives me insane. Plus, I'm pretty sure he secretly pines for me, although he always pretends to not have time for me. Doesn't he know that he's mine and we're meant to be? Maybe. Okay. Let's say probably. After all, isn't this all for novelty? Okay, back to the focus. These three idiots are hopeless. (laughs) My name is Elaine, and I'm full of disdain. Thanks for listening to me complain. Wow, Alexis, that was that was that might have been your best one. What you could honestly have chopped that up into like three. No, but that was yeah. Did I get? Well, I got. You were you were you were doing like rhyming conventions that were like Eminem esque. I know. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) guys, I'm so flattered. That was nicest you've ever been to me. (laughs) That was fantastic. Bye, guys.
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.